Here on One Matters, we bring you current issues that matter to you. So join us every Wednesday, 11:15 a.m. till 11:45 a.m. only on Tracks FM. Good morning, Malaysia. This is Tracks FM's Tracks Momentum with me, Diana, and I currently have a very, very special guest in the studios today. I am speaking to Her Highness Datuk Sri Diraja Tan Sri Dr Tunku Putri Intan Safinas binti Almarhum Sultan Abdul Halim Muazzam Shah, to the Tunku Temenggung Kedah National Chairman of Malaysian Red Crescent Society. Uh, welcome, Tunku Putri. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. It's an absolute Diana. pleasure. Yes, um, and indeed, we are speaking about. Strengthening national disaster preparedness. So let's dive straight into it. Tunku Putri has been voted in for a four-year term uh, from 2022 to 2026 on the governing board of the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies (IFRC) and was elected from among the 20 governing board members representing each of the IFRC's geographic regions, who were also voted into office at the IFRC's uh, 23rd General Assembly held in Geneva. Uh, can Tunku Putri share with our Listeners, with uh, what this role entails and how this role can assist in fulfilling the objective of the IFRC. Thank you, Diana. Um, we at the International Federation of Red Cross Red Crescent Societies, we are the largest humanitarian network in the world. 192 countries have either a Red Cross or a Red Crescent, and we sit together. Many people uh, don't know, they feel that there is a difference between the Red Cross and Red Crescent when in fact there isn't. Um, the association, it's like a membership where we, it's over 100 years, 103 years old association, and Malaysia was very proud to be part of it in 1960. Um, 1957, when we gained independence, and we became Malaysian Red Cross in 1965. Subsequently, changed to Malaysian Red Crescent Society in 1975, formed by Act of Parliament. So, our role is to work together as a network at the federation level in Geneva. So, my uh, voted, we were voted in. Malaysia was voted in to represent 192 countries. And we represent the Asia Pacific region along with um, Saudi, New Zealand, Japan, Bangladesh, and Malaysia. So each region has five representations. So we sit together and govern this now 192 um, aso- country association on humanitarian matters um, before, during, and after disasters should they happen. So uh, policies, strategies are done collectively, and we help govern the association in between the four years, which is the term in which we serve. We are all volunteers, and we meet twice a year in Geneva. How does it benefit Malaysia? You asked. It actually benefits Malaysia because we. Uh, become closer to each other as a national society. I can learn from what's uh, happening in the Italian Red Cross, or how the Cambodian Red Cross manages disasters, or how um, a, a, a Red Cross in um, in um, in um, in Europe uh, manage their first aid, and we can learn from each other. And that's the strength of this uh, group of. Uh, national societies. Yeah, 
It is a really great uh, honor to be part of that, something so large and, and almost a very uniting it is, force. Yeah. It's really exciting uh, for us to hear Tunku Putri. Yeah, it's, it's also election-based, mm. meaning it's a very democratic uh, society. Yes. Uh, it was reported that Tunku Putri had stated that Tunku Putri is looking forward to working with the governing board of IF, uh, IFRC to support the aspirations of the youth agenda and mm. the Malaysian Red Crescent Society. So what can we expect to see in the future? Well, the challenges of um, working and helping and assisting youth is also not just in Malaysia, but also at the uh, IFRC, where the youth um, sit together with us at the governing board level. So one of the constitutional changes we've made is that we have a represent, uh, representation from the youth at our Malaysian Red Crescent board level. So it's not just us working for the youth, but many programs are actually youth-driven. Mm -hmm. So they promote programs which they want to do. Uh, this is for the 18 to 30-year-old category. And we have our members uh, are about 85,000 members around the country mm -hmm. right now. And young people make up over half of our membership. So as you can imagine, we ought and must give their full attention and support to young people to drive their own programs. And this is what uh, my agenda is for my term, is to put on the right platform uh, the youth and their, their, you know, their needs and aspirations. That's fantastic, Tunku uh, Now that Tunku is representing Malaysia and the Asia-Pacific re region, um, will this be Tunku priority or will it be something else? Um, my priority as a chair, and again, I was elected to become chair of the Malaysia Red Crescent in 2018. Um, my priority is to strengthen our national society capabilities in addressing, obviously, disaster and preparation pre-disaster, and also as a society to enhance our spirit of volunteers, our training of our volunteers, our skills that the volunteers have and to champion that inclusivity, of course, is very important for us. The leadership of women in our society is very important. I feel some national societies, forgive the gentleman uh, listening uh, in on this program, is been sort of dominated by men, especially the leadership at the board levels, not just at the national level, but at branch level, at the uh, kampung level. So we need to encourage more women to take the responsibility and become community leaders. And I think um, we are doing quite well in this to promote the leadership of women. And also, again, back to my point earlier, mm. is the leadership of young people. Mm, mm, mm. Very, very true. But what is the best approach to achieve this? And how does Tunku Putri plan to achieve this goal? We've set at the international level, at the regional level, Asia-Pacific level, which you mentioned, Diana, certain targets that we'd like to reach. Mm -hmm. So, for example, we've set a 30% target for women in leadership at our boards, not just for Malaysia, but all the Red Crescent, 36 Red Crescent, Red Cross Red Crescent societies in the Asia-Pacific. And every four years, we meet. And every year, we review the numbers. And so we compare where we are coming up short and where we are leading as a society. So Malaysia is doing quite well, mm -hmm. not completely reaching all the targets, 
But I think there's room for development, particularly in the terms of women and leadership, is very, very important. Yeah. It is. It's wonderful to be able to see how, despite the fact that the, the number of members in Red Cross or Red Crescent all around the world, uh, they seem to want to all be on the same page. It's not a separated in- entity at the end of it. Correct, Nkuputri? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank it's you. Quite cohesive. Very we great. try to be cohesive. Very great. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that, Nkuputri. But we're going to take a really short break at this sure. point of time. We'll be back shortly. I'm speaking to Her Highness Datuk Sri Diraja Tan Sri Dr. Nkuputri in Tan. Safinas Binti Almarhum Sultan Abdul Halim Azam Shah, Tunku Tamangun Kedah, National Chairman of Malaysian Red Crescent Society, speaking about strengthening national disaster preparedness. We'll be back shortly. This is Tracks FM. Experience the excitement right here, right here, right, right, right. right here on Tracks FM. Here on What Matters, we bring you current issues that matter to you. So join us every Wednesday, 11.15 a.m. till 11.45 a.m. only on Tracks FM. Welcome back to Tracks FM. This is Tracks Momentum with me, Diana. And as I had mentioned before, I have a very special guest in the studio with me right now. I'm speaking to Her Highness Datuk Sri Diraja Tan Sri Dr. Tunku Putri Intan Safinas, Binti Almarhum Sultan Abdul Halim Azam Shah, the Tunku Tamangong Kedah National Chairperson of Malaysian Red Crescent Society. Uh, thank you so much once again, Tunku Putri, for joining us today. Thank and uh, of course, uh, for the benefit of our listeners, we are currently on Tracks FM official on Facebook. Facebook. I'm sure some of our listeners have said hello as well. But uh, let's dive back into it, uh, Tunkabutri. Now, the Prime Minister has unveiled the Malaysia Madani concept, uh, which is a holistic policy with six core values, which are sustainability, prosperity, innovation, respect, trust and compassion. What are Tunkabutri's thoughts on this? Uh, thank you, uh, Diana. In, in terms of our values and philosophy as a society, I think uh, it's important to highlight these philosophies because they are, I think, things which there are certain weaknesses that have uh, come up in our society, such as um, um, taking our environment for granted, for example, and also uh, a sense of mutual respect and trust. Those things, I'm not saying are weakened or have been weakened in the last three or four decades, but I feel they need to be enhanced. So a concept or the Madani concept which talks about these philosophies are actually very important as long as they are um, thought through and translated into the day-to-day running of the government. Because we as a populace need to feel that these philosophies actually translates into programs, into um, advantages which, which we feel. They're not just ideas, but they've been translated into practical uh, policy. Hmm. 
Yes, but this is actually something that uh, is some, something that is spoken about with the well-being of the people being the main focus of the Malaysia Madani concept. Uh, flood mitigation plans, as well as funds relating to flood mitigation and the effect of climate change, will also be part of the main build for the country's resilience. Uh, natural disaster preparedness must be among the main focus. Yes. As the national chairman of the Malaysian, uh, uh, the chairperson of the Malaysian Red Crescent Society, where should the budget be allocated? and why? I feel that uh, the budget, the emphasis of the budget is obviously has, it obviously has to be on balancing our needs versus our responsibilities. Our deficit is actually at uh, almost an all-time high. Um, Our repayments are getting, you know, quite uh, burdensome um, to our government or national debt. Therefore, reducing debt is important, but so is making sure that uh, we have programs which arrest the possibility of devastating floods or the effect of flood onto the poorest, the most vulnerable of our community. The we know that floods are increasing due to natural, natural climate change. And we know that the most vulnerable people are the ones that are affected the worst. Therefore, the, the policy of flood mitigation is important as long as they are targeted at the most vulnerable communities. Mm. And wastage is... We have to curb uh, inefficiencies of spending, and I'm sure uh, the government has made that a priority. Um, We have to be more transparent in our government spending, again, which is something which um, the government has highlighted, and more efficient in the collection of our revenue. Mm. Uh, in order, in order for programs that benefit the community that that's that's prioritised, um, we ourselves have to care about our environment. We ourselves have to show our uh, duty and responsibility as citizens, and um, execute or um, live in a way which reflects these uh, six concepts. Mm. Tunku Putri, what are the challenges that the Malaysian Red Crescent Society face when dealing with managing the effects of emergencies caused by natural disasters? The challenges are numerous. The first and main, most important challenge is a lack of access to funds, actually. Um, we need to negotiate with the government in this budget to, to have a greater access and allocation of funds for disaster relief and disaster reduction and disaster preparedness because we don't want to just react to floods, react to the uh, the occurrence, landslides, but we want to preempt things to it so that the effect of disasters is actually lessened if we are able to prepare for them better. In order to prepare for them better, we need perhaps more funding to prepare for um Pre, what we call pre-positioning of uh, items, assets in areas which are high-risk a- areas. 
um, such as Terengganu, Kelantan, Johor and Sabah, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tunku Putri, how does the Malaysian Red Crescent Society plan and organise its workforce when it comes to providing relief to natural disaster victims? How we plan? Um, I think 80% of our work is actually done by our volunteers. Mm. Yeah. And um, the people that go out during the pandemic, for example, to deliver food baskets, hygiene kits, to man the telephones for our mental health uh, call lines, are volunteers. Mm -hmm. So actually our, our team, our core staff, are the trained personnel in disaster management, in risk reduction, in community health, in first aid, in the ambulance. Those are our so-called fully paid staff, but they're very much in minority. Um, So I would like to strengthen both the technical experts or expertise at our head office and also at the branches and at the states. Remember that we have offices in all the states in the country. We have office. Uh, we have units in all the districts and the branches in the in the country, pretty much. So the challenge is actually to train our volunteers. Mm. I see, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, I think in that sense, it does sound quite exciting for someone like myself to want to volunteer and in hopes that in the future we'd all be able to come together and do our very best to make uh, to achieve all the things that Malaysian Red Crescent Society needs to achieve. But when we come back, we're going to take another short break, Tunku Putri. But when we come back, uh, we'll be asking Tunku Putri's uh, thoughts on the other activities that are organised by Malaysian Red Crescent Society. I'm speaking to Her Highness Datuk Sri Dirajatan Sri Dr. Tunku Putri Intan Safina Binti Almarhum Sultan Abdul Halim Azam Shah Tunku Temanggung Kedat National Chairperson of Malaysian Red Crescent Society This is Trax FM Experience the excitement Right here Right here Right here, right here. Right here. On Trax FM Here on What Matters, we bring you current issues that matter to you. So join us every Wednesday, 11.15am till 11.45am, only on Tracks FM. Welcome back to Tracks FM. This is Tracks Momentum with me, Diana, and I have still a very special guest in the studio with me at this point of time. If you'd like to catch us on uh, Facebook at Tracks FM Official, that is where we are at this point. And I'm speaking to Her Highness Datuk Sri Dirajatan Sri Dr. Tunku Putri Intan Safinas, Binti Almarhum Sultan Abdul Halim Muazam Shah, Tunku Temanggong Kedah, National Chairperson of Malaysian Red Crescent Society. Earlier on, Tunku Putri was talking about um, the the volunteers who are um, a huge part of the workforce for the Malaysian Red Crescent Society. Now, it is a very, very fascinating thing for our listeners, I'm sure, if uh, perhaps you would feel like you want to volunteer yourself. So, Tunku Putri, uh, talking about the volunteers earlier on, um, as they are part of a, the workforce itself, uh, would uh, what kind of people would uh, Malaysian Red Crescent Society be looking for if um, they were to volunteer as well? Thanks, uh, Diana. Our priority is really on health and health-related matters, firstly. So, for example, we have a list of volunteer doctors who are waiting and hoping to go to Turkey or Syria to assist in the um, 
medical and urgent medical needs uh, of, in the aftermath of the devastating earthquakes. Therefore, we're always in need of health uh, workers or retired health workers such as nurses, um, medical assistants and doctors even should, uh, God forbid, something terrible happen in this country who are um, ready to be deployed or ready to come to help at the, with the NASH, with our Red Crescent Society. Also, we are working on um, mental health and psychosocial support mm. issues during dis- the floods or during disaster. So... Um, Psychologists or people who are good communicators, people who work with children, are also very helpful and useful and would be very useful in our efforts to assist in this mental health aspect. Yeah. So if you are tuning in right now, and you heard what Tunku Putri said, and you happen to be interested, don't worry, we will be finding out more information uh, in terms of where uh, what we can find out more about MRCS. But Tunku Putri, what other activities are organised by the Malaysian Red Crescent? Um, we have obviously our emergency ambulance service, which we provide uh, free at the 999 calls. Those are services we give to uh, for the public. We do have first aid and CPR training, which we can offer at company level, office, and we can be engaged to to do so. Um, uh, those are services which we can. That those are those are the things I think. The first aid and and CPR training is actually something we can we do a lot in 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 the factories and in the offices. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see uh, more people be trained in basic first aid at home. So that when things happen with children or with the elderly, such as falls, breakages, burns, choking, that people at home know Mm. what to do. Yes, this, I feel as though there are some there are moments where some people do take it for granted. They think that oh, an emergency service is there, and um, you know it's, it can come as soon as possible. But we, as the people, have to make an, a point to actually learn these things ourselves. And uh, is it possible that Malaysian Red Crescent Society help train uh, the, the normal people yes. like ourselves? Well, if we could, mm-hmm. ideally, mm-hmm. we have a program called First Aider in Every Home, ah. which we want to do. Um, but we are restricted in terms of our, again, um, people to train in mm. these large uh, numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, it's still a program wh- which is important to us, First Aider in Every Home, because lives can be saved Absolutely. from from simple thing of knowing how to do a Heimlich maneuver or some someone can do basic first aid uh, would help in um, a kitchen burn and, and that sort of thing. It's yes. very important. Yes, and therefore for the benefit of, I mean, for the listeners if uh, you feel that you fit the bill and you'd like to volunteer and perhaps uh, lend a helping hand to the Malaysian Red Crescent Society, Tunku Putri, where can the public get more information on the Malaysian Red Crescent Society? We can go to our website website www.redcrescent.org.my we have an instagram account malaysian red crescent and the facebook we also have a facebook account we have our um headquarters is at jalan belfield in um, kl uh, behind dewan bahasa dan pustaka so um our name is our numbers are, are, are published 
um, do call or email us. We'll be happy to assist and hope that the members of the public can come step up and volunteer. Let's hope so. And uh, I'll be repeating the uh, website after this, but uh, I do have to ask Tunkuputri, as we are close to running out of time, unfortunately. But yeah. Tunkuputri, with a budget 2023 slated to be retabled on the 24th of February, what is it that Tunkuputri hopes to be included in the budget 2023? Why is it important to be included in the budget and who will it benefit uh, benefit from it and how? Um, from my personal perspective, I think um, funding, if funding can be allocated towards um, strengthening community in terms of preparing for flood and disasters, uh, this is something is very important to us. I would like to see a further improvement in our own um, capabilities of our ambulance services. Therefore, the Ministry of Health efficiency and the collaboration between the Ministry of Health and the Red Crescent um, can be strengthened further. We're already working with them very, very well on our hotspot uh, ambulance uh, services throughout the country. Um, I would like to see um, a strengthening of um, programs related to environment and also in terms of in climate change, greater awareness, um, a greater uh, look at um, alternative um, sources of energy, um, solar and um, hydro as well as wind, so that there's a, there's a less dependence on the traditional um, energy sources. And we as a community should be made more aware of the impact of climate change and the possibilities which we don't want to see in this world. So I hope we can help arrest the, the progress of um, climate change, which has um, very negative impact on lives of many people around the world. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Tunkuputri. Now, unfortunately, we've really run out of time, but is there anything else Tunkuputri would like to say? Yeah, thank you, Diana. We're celebrating our 75th anniversary Whoa. this year. Yeah. <laughs> so we started off as a branch of the British Red Cross mm -hmm. in Sabah, Sarawak. And um, now um, we're celebrating our 75th and we'll be embarking on a few programs and activities such as uh, walks, um, youth programs. I hope we'll be doing um, sort of competitions or poster competitions for our members. Um, I've asked all our chapters around the country to organize their own public and public communications programs for the 75th to make more people aware that we are not an NGO. We mm -hmm. are part of the auxiliary to government formed by the Act of Parliament and therefore very much part of the uh, fabric of society. Um, with the National Society, we want to reflect the strengths of our larger society. So I hope the Malaysia Red Crescent can really improve and in the same time uh, serve the community better in the future. 
Thank you very much, Tunku Putri, and thank you for joining us uh, here at Tracks FM. It's been an absolute pleasure having Tunku Putri over here with us. I was speaking to Her Highness Dr. Sri Diraja Tansri, Dr. Tunku Putri Intan Safinas, Binti Almarhum, Sultan Abdul Halim Azam Shah, Tunku Tamangong Kada, National Chairperson of Malaysian Red Crescent Society. We were talking about strengthening national disaster preparedness. Now, if you were tuning in earlier on, I'm pretty sure that you must be interested in wanting to see how you could potentially volunteer. Make sure you head to their website at www.redcrescent.org.my or you can find their social media at Red Crescent Malaysia. I'll be back shortly. This is Tracks FM. Experience the excitement right here. Right here. Right, 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 right. right here on Tracks FM. This is Tracks FM's Tracks Momentum with me, Diana. Time on the clock is 11.50 a.m., which means we have the news coming up at 12. I'll be back on the third hour of the show. And if you missed out on today's interview, you can head to our Facebook page at Tracks FM Official. I was speaking to Tunku uh, Tamangong Kadan, a national chairperson of Malaysian Red Crescent Society, uh, which is Her Highness Dato Sri Diraja Tansri, Dr. Tunku Putri Intan Safinas Binti Almarhum, Sultan Abdul Halim Azam Shah. We were talking about strengthening national disaster preparedness and it has been really, really fun and exciting. In fact, if you feel as though you want to volunteer, feel free to check out these sites. I'll be back in the next hour. Don't go anywhere. This is Michael Jackson. Want to be starting something? Track the phone.